Today we are going to give instruction on how to do walking meditation. First and foremost, choose a path, a straight line. If you can get about 15-20 feet, that's perfect. But if you can't get that distance, short, 10 feet, 12 feet, that's also fine. But don't go too long, 25-30 feet, never ending. About 20 feet is the best, or even 15 feet. That's a part of your walking path. Now you stand up straight, keep your hands holding each other in front of you or at your back. And keep your eyes half closed. Always look about six to eight feet in front of you. Always look there. Never to the left or the right or up or down or backward. Always there. But do not look to the spot. Do not stare at that spot. Simply gaze so that you see it but you don't truly see it. The purpose of keeping your eyes half open is so that you know there's nothing you would trip over on this part, 20-foot part. That's it. So that is how you keep your eyes. And first of all, you are standing right now. And when you are sit standing right now, try and see how you feel and how you sense in this standing posture. Okay. Do not visualize that your whole body is standing. What it is is feel it. You can feel your body is straight, upright and erect. And there's a, a certain stiffness in there a feeling of stiffness, a feeling of uprightness, straightness. And that is called standing. When you say standing, standing, you are sensing that sensation of stiffness, uprightness, straightness, erectness. And at that time, mentally label it to standing, standing, standing. But the focus should be on the sensation of the standing. The word is just a little frame that's standing. And then you are going to start walking. When you walk, you have to keep a very small step, okay, as small as a one foot length. Don't go wide. Okay? Just one foot length, one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. Or even, if it is comfortable, even less than 
one foot length is fine. Foot means not 12 inches. When I say foot, your actual foot, from the heel to the toes, that's a foot length. So walk with a pace of one foot length, very slowly, and each movement, each time, direct your attention to around to the sole of the foot and on the movement. Don't try and see the form of the foot. If you sense it, so be it, that's the form. But the focus is on the movement. Okay, so take a step and say stepping, 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 each step. Be fully aware of the movements and sensation around the sole of the foot. And you walk all the way right to the end of the path. And when you got to the end of the path, stop totally and then observe the standing posture sense that uprightness, stiffness, and erectness of the body. And then you are going to turn around very slowly. Again, the focus is on the foot and the movement. Turning, 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 turning. Totally turn and face the other direction. And when you finish turning, stop and sense the standing posture. Standing, standing, standing. In that way, it is just the one step, one movement at a time. Stepping, stepping, stepping. You go back and forth about two, three times so that you feel comfortable and you gel with the movement, your observation on the movement. And once that is done, now you are going to increase the parts that you are going to observe. Instead of a step, first of all, lift your foot. Lifting, just simply lifting. Lift and then push forward and then drop. Lifting, pushing, dropping. Lifting, pushing, dropping. Lifting, pushing, dropping. Before it was just one movement, stepping. That one movement, now it become three different parts. That step is actually composed of lifting movement, pushing movement, and dropping movement. Three parts. 
observed in such a way they are each an entire process. Lifting is a one process, pushing is another process, dropping is another process. And then you walk all the way and at the end stop and observe the standing posture and turn around and then do the same thing, lifting, pushing, dropping. And especially when you are dropping, do not drop your heel first, do not drop the toes first, you put the whole foot together, touch the floor all at the same time. No, from the beginning to the end of the lifting movement, observed quite closely. And then from the beginning to the end of the pushing movement, and the beginning to the end of the dropping movement. Lifting, pushing, dropping. And when you get to the end of the line, observe the standing posture, turn around, turning, 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 consciously, mindfully, and then stand and observe the standing posture. Now we are going to increase the parts from the three to four. First of all is called raising, just the heel up, raising, and then the whole foot lifting. Raising, lifting, pushing, dropping. Raising, lifting, pushing, dropping. Now, what we call walking could be a one movement, could be three movements, could be even three different, four different movements. Lifting, Raising, lifting, pushing, dropping. Raising, lifting, pushing, dropping. And that four segments of a step. Look at clearly. They are each are separate process. They are not just one. Raising is one. Lifting is another, pushing is the third, and dropping is the fourth. So once you become very comfortable with the four parts of a step, we can increase farther. Now in here, it is raising, lifting, pushing, dropping. 
you have to drop very slowly, dropping and touching the moment it touched the floor. Okay. Dropping is while it is dropping from the above to the bottom. And as soon as you touch the floor, you observe the touching sensation. And then when you lean a little forward, you are pressing it. Pressing. So let's try that. Raising, lifting, pushing, dropping, touching, pressing. Raising, lifting, pushing, dropping, touching, pressing. Before, we think walking. Walking is the two legs moved. And then we can refine it into a step by step. Then step can be divided into two segments, three segments. Now we even divide it into six segments. These are all each and every separate process. All these little processes combined, the composites of these many processes, we call it walking. So basically, walking is a concept. Now we know we can see in many parts, many composites, what walking consists of. So six parts will be more than enough. But you don't have to push and do all six parts. You simply walk, step, step, step. And if you feel that only with three, lift, push, drop, lift, push, drop, if your concentration is very good, you are gravitated with the movement and your observation, just stop at three. Oh, no, for me, full segment is better. Then four, rise, lift, push, drop. So the point is, it is not that you have to do all the parts. The point is, whatever segment of the parts that you can really gravitate and concentrate and harmonize between the mind and the movement, that is the key point. But... I'm just giving all six parts. Now everybody stop and turn around and face the wall. Okay. Turn around and face the wall. Okay. Let's say that is you just come to the end of the line. Now before we just say turning, turning, turning. Now we are going to put one more segment. Let's say you are going to turn. Okay. Do you think you can turn without wanting to turn? Your body will never turn around if you don't want to turn. So there is a, a desire to turn. There's an intention to turn. 
as soon as you have the desire to turn, as soon as you have the wish or intention to turn, the body simply turns. That is the fact. Okay. Just try it yourself. You don't want to turn and see what happens. You simply don't move. Say, I'm going to turn. In other words, I wish to turn. See how it goes. If you wish to turn, the body turns around. So, basically, all actions are preceded by intention. Intention to turn, and the turning happens. So, before you turn, observe your intention. Okay? Intention to turn, and then turning, 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 turning. Now try it, intending to turn and turn. Now we put one more segment in our walking meditation before we only observe all the physical activities or physical process. Now we are observing both physical and mental. Intention to turn, that means you know your intention. You know your desire, that means you are observing the mind. And because of that intention to turn, the body turns. That intention is the cause, the turning, the body is the effect. It's a cause and effect. See? The mind and body always work through the principle of cause and effect. The mind wants it, the body does it. The mind don't want it, the body doesn't do. So, whenever you turn, before you turn, observe your intention and then turn, and then carry on. Standing posture, and then lifting, pushing, dropping. Lifting, pushing, dropping. Or whatever parts you feel comfortable, three parts, four parts, five parts, six parts, it is to you, up to you, which one is the one that you can do most harmoniously and your concentration is good. So always observe intention to turn before you turn. That means you are now observing both the mind and the body. Not only that, you come to learn the relationship of mind and body through cause and effect. And let's say you've been practicing and you become quite skillful now. And when you are skillful now, you will put more intention now. Okay, where do we put the intention? Okay. Intending to turn, turning, turning, turning. Okay. Don't say the whole thing, intending to turn. Simply intending or intention. Turning, turning, turning. Now, observe his standing posture and before you lift, 
before you lift your foot. Now you become quite skillful. Once you become skillful, before you lift, observe the intention to lift. Intention and lifting. Only when you want to lift, the foot is lifted. When you don't want to lift, the foot stays solid. So, intending, lifting, pushing, dropping. Intending, lifting, pushing, dropping. See? But don't push all, everything right away. Do a few pieces at a time. But now you know in every movement and manners and be behavior, before you lift, before you push, before you bend, before you stretch, before you sit, before you stand, there's always intention. But when you are observing, when you are noting, it must be in precision. What you are noting and what is happening must be precise. That's very important. And that is walking meditation. Okay. Normally in retreat, what we do is we sit for one hour sitting meditation and then we do walking meditation one hour, alternate between sitting and walking, sitting and walking. So you are not all the time in pain. And at the same time, because of the walking meditation, your health is good. Your body is in balance both in sitting posture, standing posture, walking posture. So even though we might be meditating the whole day, we practice in the four different posture, sitting, standing, walking, and lying down. Before you go to bed, you lie down. Lying down posture, do you meditate? So that will complete the instruction on how to do walking meditation. You can be fully aware of the movements. And when your concentration becomes stronger and stronger and stronger, not only the movements, there are many aspects that associate with that movement you will come to uncover. But at least in the walking meditation, you learn one more thing. The mind and the body works hand in hand through causal relationship, through cause and effect. Because there's an intention or desire, the movement happens. And sometimes, let's say, you're sitting under the sun, the sun becomes too hot. Okay. The heat in the body, that is the condition. Because it is too hot, you want to move to the shade. Heat is the cause, wanting to move is the effect. Wanting to move is the effect Actually, 
moving is the wanting to move is the cause and actual moving is the effect. So these two sometime due to mind is the cause and body is the effect. Sometime body is the cause and mind is the effect. Sometime mind is the cause and mind is the effect. They have that very delicate, beautiful, natural interrelationship between the mind and the body. They are two different things, but they walk beautifully. That's what we learn, a new thing in walking meditation. So with that, we will conclude our walking meditation. May all of you be able to practice walking meditation with precision and may you be able to discover the true nature of mind and matter as soon as possible. Sadhu, 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 buddham pujemi, dhammam pujemi, sangam pujemi.